0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Do you have what it takes to be more than a conqueror? A spiritual warrior
1: instead of a spiritual wimp? in his brand new candid six-day message entitled, You Are Called to Be a Spiritual Warrior. Pastor Ray pulls no punches as he lays that difficult life-changing question on the table for his listeners to consider. He reminds us that God did not create or program us to merely get by and survive. Going to heaven, but living a life far below what he intended and what his Bible promises declare pastor encourages his listeners with the bible truth that god desires we all cultivate the spirit of a warrior overcoming anything that might hold us back from being the very best that we can be just as he intended outlining some amazingly practical ways to develop that warrior spirit and attitude Pastor Ray simply asks, so exactly what kind of Christian are you? Are you a spiritual warrior or a spiritual win?
2: Notice what Paul said. I've been through some rough spots, I've been through some adversity, I've been through some challenges as I'm serving God. He said, But what shall we say to all these things? What shall we say to the difficulties? what shall we say to the temptations? What shall we say to the booby traps? What shall we say to the pressure that the enemy puts on us? What shall we say to the disappointments that sometimes come? What shall we say when the road gets rough? He said, what shall we say? And this is what he said. If God is for us, who can be against us? The very, first, the very first step of the conquering attitude and the conquering spirit is you got to know that God is for you. God is on your side. I'm tired of people bellyaching, complaining why they can't do this and why they can't do that. Nobody cut me a break and nobody cut me nothing in my life either. If God is for you, if God is on your side, if God be for you, who or what in this world can be against you? And one of the greatest harassments that you could ever ever endure from the enemy is that you just get stuck in this quagmire of your own negative thinking. Yes, that's right. And you're just like, you keep circling the same, going over the same, you know, this destructive thinking, thinking I can, not I won't, I'm not good enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. It's the best place that he, but, but you've got to bust out of that and say, yes. if God before me, if God is on my side, then who or what in this world can be against me? The answer is nothing Nothing. and no one. As a matter of fact, you and I have the awesome opportunity to show the world how God works in a courageous, a uh, uh, courageous-hearted, conquering-spirited kind of Christian. If God before you, who can be against you. He goes on to say, verse thirty two, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Wow. How many of you agree with me that the the, the biggest, the 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 greatest thing that God could give us would be Jesus Christ, his own Son, a part of himself. That would be the greatest thing and he says, will he not with him also give us, freely give us, freely give us, freely give us all things? Not some things, but all things that pertain to all aspects of life. See, you see, what you, you have to come to understand in this is that is that God wants to, he, he's not only your protector. We read in verse 1 where he said, God is for us, who can be against us? But he's also your provider. That's where right. I come on. Like I said, you you know, you start moving in faith. You start moving in faith and God will supernaturally start to provide for you wherever it's needed. You can't hold your ground in bigger things if you don't hold your ground in the small things. If you refuse to rise up as a conqueror right where you are now, then God can't give you greater and bigger things because you'll not be able to stand. You'll not be able to withstand and, and it'll be a loss and God doesn't want loss in our life. He wants us to possess, to gain. That's why he says, not only will he protect you, but he will provide for you every step of the way. See, you're not my provider. I appreciate all that you do for me as a church, but I have never for a minute ever thought that this church was my provider because people come and go, big givers, small givers, great givers, not so great givers. Church is not my source. God is my source God is the one who provides for me and you see you see if this dried up God would just take me to another place you see and if that dries up he'll just lead me somewhere else and you see like sometimes people well I'm just gonna pick up my money and go to another church well go ahead because God will send 10 more with even more money than what you left with God is my provider people are not my provider See, and one of the biggest mistakes that pastors make is sometimes they get worried. You know, well, if I if I really preach what's on my heart, if I really preach, you know, what God, uh, you know, I can't preach about sin because I know there are people in the church that are maybe in sin and they're big givers. You see, the problem with that is that you think that the people are providing for you. The people are not providing for you. God is your provider. And listen, when you when you when you when you submit to that kind of thinking in any arena of life, even you see some of you work for a company that company isn't providing for you, God is the one who's providing for you. He may be using that company, but your 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 source is God. So so if that company drives something, then 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 God will find another place for you. God will lead you in another direction. See, you've got to, if you're going to conquer in this world, you can't get connected to people. You can't get connected to companies. You can't get connected to business. You've got to be connected to the source. God is your source. I said, God is your source. If God be for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Give us all things. God will provide for every area of your life. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? But I found out that sometimes Christians bite sometimes they hiss and spit and kick. Sometimes their behavior is not good. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And one of the hardest things to get kicked by is another Christian. But you know what I learned? That no matter what people say about you, no matter what charge they bring against you, God is your vindicator. God is the one who will vindicate you. So I say, let them talk. As a matter of fact, I say, bring it on, baby. Come on. You just heap it on. You keep on condemning the man of God. You keep on judging the man of God. You keep on talking your your negative, lousy, ugly talk because God is going to vindicate me. Let me tell you a story. This is the truth. Way back when we moved into this building, you know the story. I told you the story. We moved into this building and a bunch of people got up and, you know, they started talking. They always talk. In fact, there's probably a group of people right now in the church that are talking. There always are. That's just just the work of the devil because I've been trying to tell y'all, y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all that the enemy comes to sift, to divide, because divided we're weak, but unified we're strong. How good and pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the oil that drips down the beard of Aaron it, it, the, the anointing is strong when we're together so the, so way back then a group of people picked up and left and, and I tell you what, I was devastated in my heart we were left with basically an empty church we just moved in and um and uh, you know these people have saying all these things about me, accusing me of this, and they're still doing. I just recently heard a couple people accuse, heard something. You probably heard it too. Let's let's be honest. You heard it. Some of you be, have been have been the receptacles of garbage, like garbage cans. You know you got to learn to say to people, you know what? I don't need your garbage. Don't want your garbage. Close up your ears. Take your garbage and go throw it somewhere else, even if they're your friends. Because sometimes we love our friends more than we love our church and love our pastor, and that's wrong. But all these people picked up and left, and they railed every kind of accusation, got, got me, said, made lies, said things that weren't even true. And I was devastated. But there was a group of us that just held our position. And we said, you know what? We're gonna fight this thing. God didn't call us to this place to destroy us. If God, bef- if God be for us, if God be for us, if God be for us, those people can't be against us. What they say about us can't. God will vindicate. God will vindicate. God will. Vind- I don't have listen. Listen. This is where a lot of you get tripped up. This is where a lot of you get tripped up. People start talking about you and you should start defending yourself. Keep your mouth shut. Put on your warrior. Gear, get in, get in, get in for the fight. You don't fight this thing in the natural, you fight it in the spirit. You pray in the spirit. Come on, you pray on your face before God. You lift up worship to God. You fight this battle in the spirit. You don't fight with people because that's only going to get you in a mess. That's going to suck you in the flesh and it's going to suck the conquering spirit right out of you. You rise up and say, I smell the devil. I see the devil. I see him working. I'm getting my gear in place, and I'm going to rise up. I'm taking authority. I'm going to conquer this thing in the spirit because when you bring it down in the spirit, you break the back of it, and it is a, it is a war that will be fought and won and over with. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? That's why you ought to keep your mouth shut against God's people, God's anointed servants. Pray for them. Don't condemn them. Don't judge them. Oh, man, I'm going down a different road here than I anticipated, but I'm doing some teaching here this morning that will help you. You may not agree. You may not like it. You may not understand it, but do not condemn it and do not be the cause of, of trouble and division in a church. You see, now I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to try to go around and fix my reputation. I let God do that. I'm just going to stand here and do what God called me to do. You ought to stand where you are and do what God called you to do. You ought to look to God. You ought to put on your, your conqueror's outfit, your conqueror's suit and, and start to conquer these things in faith and in prayer and in trusting God. And don't let these things in this life get you down and cause you to turn. Remember, when we we talked about the suit of armor last week in Ephesians, and and notice something. One thing I didn't point out that I'll point out. Notice that there is a piece of armor for every part of your body, except your back. You know why? Because you're never to turn and run from the battle. You're to face the battle, and you're to charge forward in faith conquering everything that comes your way because he has made you to be a conqueror more than a conqueror we're going to see that in a minute so if god is for us who can be against us if he didn't if he spared not his own son but delivered us for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things people let me just talk about that for another minute people get so hung up about that you know oh look at the car you know it's all about money listen if god was willing to give jesus his flesh how many of you have children here raise your hand Would you rather give your car or give your child? Really? Wow, that was real simple. Why? Because your child is of more value and the most precious and most important thing to you. So it would be easier for you to give a car than it would be to give your child. Hmm. Really? See, I don't have kids, so I don't understand. Well, but that's how some of you think about God. You think it's a big deal for God to give you a blessing, to give you a car or the house or a place to live or whatever. You, you think that that's what it's, he says right here. He was willing to give his son. Yes. If he was willing to give a son with him, he will also freely give us all things.
1: Yes.
2: And then don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about who's going to bring this charge. It's God who will vindicate you. It's God who will prove Himself. Say. You've got to just trust God. Trust the Word. And begin to cultivate this. Because cu- a lot of people don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to progress because they're afraid of the warfare. I'm going to tell you, this is fun. Come on, jump in, man. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> This is called, that's why Paul said fight the good fight of faith, because it's a good fight. You know why it's a good fight? Because if you fight in faith, you always win. You always come up on top. No matter as much as the devil tries to push you under and push you down, you always come to the top. All right, so first, uh, verse 31, we see God as our protector. Verse 32, we see him as our provider. Verse 33, we see him as our vindicator. Verse 34, the second part says, it is Christ who has died and furthermore is also risen. Now listen, who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us. Now stop having a boo-hoo service, when someone doesn't pray for you, I've heard, had people, well, I was in the hospital and nobody came to pray. Well, first of all, you got to let us know you're in the hospital. We don't, we don't read minds here. we you know, we try to move in the spirit as much as we can, but sometimes, you know, we, we miss it. All right it's your responsibility, but even even if this happens, you know, I went through a difficult time and nobody was there to, well, I just got a letter some time ago, man went through all, you don't know I'm going through, and this and on. I mean, by the time I got finished reading his letter, I wanted to go cry for an hour, you know, well, that just proves to me that, that you don't understand, you don't understand that you're a conqueror over these things, you've got to rise up in the word, and then he, he ended up, nobody prayed for me, and you know, no, well, Brother, sister, what the Bible says is that you've got the best prayer partner that a, a Christian could ever want, a human could ever want. He says that he lives to make intercession for you. He's interceding for you and for me. So, so you see, really, first you need to look to Jesus. Did you hear what I said? Some of you, I don't think you heard what I said. You've got to look to Jesus. He is your intercessor. He's the greatest prayer partner that you could ever want or desire. Really, listen, I understand the verses. You know, if two of you agree, I understand that. Pray for one another. I understand that and I do that. But I don't go to people when I need prayer. That's not my first place. The first place I go is to Jesus Christ. The first place I go is so you're my intercessor. You're seated at the right hand of, of the Father. You're lifting up prayers in my behalf. That's the first place that I go is right to Jesus. Then I will say, come and agree with me, brother, sister. Come and agree with me because I've got this before the throne of God right go. now. Come on, somebody in this house. This is, this is how a warrior lives. This is how a warrior. We've got to get some of you from baby stage to adulthood in Christ. We've got to get some of you to, to, to take off your diaper and put on your conqueror suit. Thank you for the four and a half amens. Thank you for the four and a half amens big boy pants for sure. You see, this is what God is, we're supposed to be reflecting the Lord's power, the Lord's victories in our life. That's why, that's why, you know, that's why I want to succeed in life. That's why I want to, because I credit God for everything that's going on in my life. I don't take this, this is not the work of a man, this is the work of the Lord. This is what God's doing because I purpose to just be a, co- to conquer, to, to, to stand my ground in faith and to trust Him every step of the way. Amen. If I can do it, you can do it too. Amen. But you got to flip the switch. you got to come out of the Baby stage, complaining stage, you know, woe is me stage. Everybody's against me. You know, it's everybody else's fault. I, I tell you, I watch TV. I watch the news. I hear all kinds of, I, I'm tired of hearing it. You have been made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And if you are a believer, shake that thinking off of your head, right out of your head right now. Shake it off and rise up in this newness of understanding that God is with you. He will provide for you. He will vindicate you. And he will pray for you. Jesus will pray for you, intercede in your behalf. And you know what Jesus is praying? This is just my personal thought on it. You know what what I believe? He's praying for your victories. He's praying for your advancement. He's praying for your breakthrough. Wow. I'm way out of time. Is everybody all right? Are you getting something out of this? All right. Wait. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall distress, shall persecution, shall famine, shall nakedness or peril? Or so? Are any of these things going to separate us from this love that we have for God and the, the love that he has for us? No way. In all of these things, this is when we need to rise up and, and, and put on the conqueror's suit and cultivate that conqueror's attitude and that conquering spirit and make some inroads and not just be kicked to the side. And it goes to say, for all, uh, for your sake, we are killed all day long, always putting their life on the line for the gospel and for the things of God. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. They didn't care, you see, they didn't care. You kind of, you kind of like, you can't hold onto this life too tightly. I said, you, you can't hold, see, you see, we're all passing through. So you might as well live recklessly for God violently for God. Now, I'm using some pretty strong adjectives, but you understand what I'm talking. Live boldly. You want me to use a better one? Boldly for God. You see, because we're only passing through. I know this is a wonderful world, but it's nothing compared to the world that we're about. Now, you ought to enjoy this world, and you ought to, you ought to get your full out of this life. But you see what happens if you hold this life too tightly, then you're worried about what people say, what people think, what's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Paul says, our lives are on the line all day long. Yes. We just keep pointing back to if God before us, who can be against us? He's my, he's my protector. He's my provider. He's my vindicator. He's my prayer partner. What do I have to worry about? I'm just going to conquer. I'm going to possess. All right, here, you ready? For your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. See, Jesus was the conqueror and he's made us more than conquerors because he fought the devil. He broke the power of Satan. He, 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 he signed the new covenant with all of its privileges and promises for each and every one of us. He's, he's the conqueror. We're the more than conquerors. He's put, he's put this power in our hands. We don't have to do anything for it. All we've got to do is trust God. Stand our ground push forward. Tell you a little story about More Than a Conqueror so you understand it. Not my story, probably one you heard, but there was a, there was a man who was a professional boxer and he went, uh, went into this boxing tournament and the prize was a million dollars. And um, so he went in and he boxed like nine rounds and uh, it was by decision. It wasn't a knockout. So he was pretty beat up, but he won by decision this boxing match. And the referee put his hands up and everybody clapped and they put the big belt around him. And um, they put the million dollar prize in his hand. He went home and he said, honey, I won the fight and I got the million dollars and I'm the conqueror uh, over this battle. And uh, the wife put out her hand and said, okay, now hand over the the million dollar check. And she put the million dollar check in his hand. See, he was the conqueror. She was more than a conqueror because (laughs) she, she didn't have to fight the battle, but she got the prize. She got the prize. You see, Jesus already fought the devil for you and me. We just got to rise up in faith and stand our ground. He's the conqueror. We're more than conquerors because he's, see, the Bible said he always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. You you see, you walk with God, you're going to start triumphing. You're going to start, you see, see, but, but whatever, whatever is worth having is worth standing in this conqueror's position. And uh, because God is with you.